Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we'll see you there. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Should I Delete That? Bonjour. <laughs> Can you say it in Japanese? Because Em has just counted in 10, in 10, two ten. Two ten in Japanese for us. Konnichiwa. Can you do 1 to 10 in Japanese for us, please? No, because that's just showing off. Go on. 1 to 5. Ichi ni san shi go. Boku. Nana. <laughs> Can't stop myself. <laughs> um, yeah, and then that's pretty you, cool. That's the thing. Wishy mushy, which is like, ah, yeah, which I love. That's Such a, a cool trick. Thanks so much. Well so thank you very much. And don't ask me anything else. How do you know I these? I'm not telling you, and that's all I know. <laughs> I love it. We just born with it. <laughs> just in Bill, a little, yeah, a, a little like smidge of Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> I'm kicking us off with, and is it just me? Is filling up with petrol so awkward? Just standing there looking around. So awkward. It's not even it is, on your phone. Okay, so I d- don't really drive, so I don't have to do this. But it, incredibly about, awkward, I, I imagine. I drive all the time. And I often ask Alex to do it. But um, that's just that's just the feminist leaving my body the minute I see the shell <laughs> sign. I'm like, oh, she's gone. Um, so yeah, um, it's so embarrassing. You just stand there. you like, you can't, not that I do smoke, but that would be like a good way to pass the time. Yeah. And when you're instantly told you can't smoke, all I'm like, I'm like, oh, murderous. But you, you can't right be now. on your phone, can you? No, you can't. You're not allowed. Smoke. And you know what happens if you are on your phone? The big tannoy comes and it goes like across the forecourt. It's like, can can the woman at number seven, at pump number seven, please get off her okay. mobile phone? That's far more embarrassing than being <laughs> on, my... than than just twiddling your thumbs and not exactly. having anything so to do. Exactly, so you just have to just not do anything. But do you think the like the prevalence of mobile phones has meant that we are, we do feel really uncomfortable just doing anything just without doing it. any yeah but but just being still and just not having anything like not being on your because yeah. like i went for a solo dinner i went for a solo dinner do you remember when i went to new york yeah and dave was really ill and i went for a solo <laughs> dinner and i was on my phone the whole time like i couldn't not yeah. be on my phone if i saw someone our age having a solo dinner and they weren't on their phone i'd be like what are you doing? Is it a bomb though? threat? Like, what are <laughs> they doing? Are they are they a spy? Is this a stakeout? Like, I'd instinctively think you were doing something wrong. But the problem is, is that I feel like this has actually become a problem for me, whereby I can't. I I feel like I have to be doing something at all times now. Like I can't just be still. Can you? Oh no! Yesterday when I got home. And my stupid sciatic is just so sore. And I was lying on the sofa and Georgie was over with Alex. I was lying on the sofa and my phone was on charge. And I was just lying there and they were talking next door. And I was like, I can do this. I can do, I'm just lying here. It's fine. It's good for me. I'm just, just going to cut, like, it's fine. I was literally just like, I was getting like angry. And I just, I was just like yelling. I was like, can you just get in here, please? Or just bring me my phone. Like, listen, stop having so much fun in there without me because I'm just, <laughs> alone and it's like if I had TikTok to scroll I'd be fine but as it was I was yeah. just lying there I was like what did they do in the olden days what did they do like, but they were probably much more but they were probably much more mentally stable 
I don't know. I don't know. All the women that lay on chaise longues are always depicted as hysterical. Okay, yeah, those ones, those, those women. <laughs> Probably because they were so fucking bored. But I, I feel I like the... the Mad Men women. <sighs> I, don't, I haven't watched Mad Men. You but... are missing out. John Hamm is a fucking dish. I mean, a baddie, but a dish. A, like, a baddie dish. Baddie yeah. dishy. Yeah. Um... Treats his wife like shit, so she lies on a chaise long all the time. <laughs> Just looking very sad. And actually, thinking about it, like, mental health in the Victorian times was very, very bad. But they didn't have antidepressants yet. But anyway, I feel like, the, with because of mobile phones, right, you never actually have to, like deal with your feet okay you obviously do have to deal with your feelings but less so do you know not, what i mean yeah, not until they're like right we don't on top have to sit with uncomfortable until you're feeling. having a fucking break exactly you can just sweep under the rug under another tiktok video this has got to be a thing i know it's i was talking to, to my brother about this who is like for somebody that's like not to just massively generalize a whole type of person but he's just like he's just a football boy do you know what i mean like okay. he's just he's that's just, fine yeah. I never think of him as having particularly profound thoughts because <laughs> he mostly just seems to care about the football and then the F1 and that's it. And that seems fine. and food. Okay. That's and the fine. pub. That's fine. And girls. Like I I we don't talk about like politics yeah. or anything of that nature because that's that's I mean we don't actually have a lot in common but I like him. Anyway. What was I saying? Oh yeah. He was saying the other day like out of fucking nowhere. He was just it was lunch on Saturday and he was like yeah, like, I actually think I've got to delete TikTok. You know, I go through periods. He doesn't use Instagram. He's like, yeah. yeah, I've got to delete TikTok. Like, you know, it just occurred to me yesterday that I, I don't remember the last three videos I watched on TikTok. And that's so bad. You know, I'm just consuming so much and I don't even know what I'm consuming. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I've watched you spend 20p on a beer and you're worrying about, like, what TikTok What three videos? Your... But he's right. What were the last three videos you watched oh, on TikTok? Not a fucking clue. Not a fucking clue. Not a fucking clue. So, like, we, what, we he's right. Like, we do he consume right. so much. Yeah. Yeah, who'd have thought Finlow the Prophet? Like, he's What's coming it out called? Th- it's, it's not literally called overconsumption, is it? There's a name for it, but it's like we're just so... We're, like, firing... Our, our brains are, like, firing like, on all neurons. You know how neurons. they make foie gras? And they just like put a cork yeah. up a goose's bum and then yeah. they just feed it loads. That's us, basically. Sorry, it just took me a second to get my head around that, that analogy, but okay. But yeah, yeah. like yeah. This, the cork is the stifling of our feelings via whatever means. Yeah. And then we just ram because content down our throats until we're big and fat. Escapism and is like, there, is never, there has never been a better time for escapism. This is... You can escape like that instantly, as long as you have. But I like your phone to escape my laptop. escape. This is why I love reading. I genuinely think this yeah. is why I love reading. Not to sound like my brother and all deep. Like that's why. That's my. You, everyone always says that. Like, How do you read books so fast? And it's just like I'd rather do that. Like of a Sunday, like in the afternoon. I'd love to just. Like, I can't fucking wait for this Sunday because I'm gonna just. Re- I'm gonna read a book, and I don't mean like read a bit of a book. I'm going to consume a whole book, and it's gonna be great. I'm gonna try. Yeah, I think I've worked out that the problem that I have with books is the words. <laughs> it's the words. Do you know what? I actually had like I had like a little frustrated cry like recently because I was like I'm read I'm going to read this book. It's a book that I really wanted to read. It's it's another nonfiction book, but and like I see people all the time be like, oh, I read this book and it changed my life, and I'm like, I want to read these books and, and I want these books to change my life, but I can't fucking read them. And I spent I must have spent I'm not kidding you it must have been 40 minutes reading the same paragraph over and over and over again because I get to the end and be like, fuck, I took in take any of that. none of that, and then I, I was like, I'm so frustrated. Nonfiction. 
with my eyes. So I audiobook nonfiction. Oh. So like Laura Bates, um, like all my educational books. Oh, I didn't think about that. I audiobook because I can't take in facts. It's why I associate at school. I can't take in facts from reading them, but I love a story. Like I can read a story, like a fiction book. That was a shit click. A fiction book like that, like so quick. But if I try and read nonfiction, I'm like you. You know, you got me that book. Why has nobody told me this before? Yeah, that's still on my bedside table, and I'm still on like page three. I just can't do I know, it. Same, but it's so, like everyone says it. it's such a good book. I know, and I believe them, and I'm going to do it as an audiobook. Maybe that's what I'm going to start doing. Do it, and then you can walk, which would be good for you. So you can walk. This is this is what I do in the mornings. I walk with my audiobooks, and then to switch off. I read fiction books. And I want a fiction book that's gonna like literally grab me by the nipples and be like, get in here. And then you're just okay. there with it. Okay. And it's like- You need just... to give me a recommendation. Of, I so, so, so for my many. first fiction book in probably about 10 oh years. Oh my God. Okay guys, grab your pens or your notes on your app, on your phones. I've got so many books mm. that I suggest it where I'll remember them for you. Okay. Grown Ups by Mariana Keys. Yeah. It's genuinely like the biggest hug. You just feel like you're part of this family and really? it's so great. Okay. Also by Marianne Keys, Rachel's Holiday, because that's a two-parter because okay. then she's written again, Rachel. They're so good. So Marianne Keys, yeah. I would really recommend. Okay. The Switch by Beth O'Leary. Very chill. Yeah. Like, cause I'm going for light here. I'm assuming that you want light. Because if you want your heart ripped out, I can recommend A Little Life, best book I ever read. You yeah, know, I don't, I don't think I want light. I want something that's going to make me think. Okay, A Little Life is amazing, but it's huge, okay. so maybe that's a bad place to start. The Heart's Invisible Furies by okay. John Boyne. Okay. Genuinely is one of the best, greatest books ever. Okay. That's what you should read. Okay. It's stunning. Nice. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, okay. and Girl, Woman, Other won the Booker Prize two years ago by yeah. Bernadine Evaristo. Okay. That was amazing. I finished that and I went straight back to the front, front page and read again. Seriously? Yeah. And it's, um, read that actually, that'll get you, because okay. that feels a bit more like nonfiction. Okay, I'm gonna do that then. Do that. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And then yeah, right now I'm reading actually a non fiction book but a memoir, which is different. <gasps> yeah. Um oh I, th- I feel an, like that yeah, amazing memoir that I read was um Alan Davies. Jonathan oh, Creek. No. No, no, no. Alan Davies, what was he called? Isn't that Jonathan Creek. No. Jonathan Davies. Yeah, he's an actor. He's a comedy actor. That's yeah. yeah. Jonathan Creek. Yeah, I don't know who Jonathan Creek is, but oh. yeah. Oh my God, best TV series of all time, okay. bar none. Okay, yeah, he's also in the Angus Songs and Perfect Snogging, but he wrote a book, a right. memoir called Just Ignore Him, and it was about how he was abused by his dad, and it genuinely, because he's so funny, and we all know him as like an actor, I, I listened to that as an audiobook because he read it, and I was like, fucking hell. Like, unbelievable. My mum is loving Graham Norton's book. Apparently that's really good. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm all, I'm reading right now that I'm not to be on a theme, but I'm, <laughs> really sounds dark, but I'm reading I'm Glad My Mum Died. Everybody's Everyone's talking it. about that, yeah. It's so good. Yes. That's why, like, I just want to go I home. we tried to carry on the podcast, didn't we? Oh, that's But sad. maybe we can try again. We'll try again. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, I love her book. I'm reading it at the yeah. moment. Everybody okay. said it's amazing. But start with Yeah, you've overwhelmed me now. Okay, yeah. so just... just start just, with Girl, Woman, Other. Fine, okay. And, and if anybody else who wants to get into reading and wants something light, anything by Marion Keys, but I'd recommend Grown Ups. I wish I'd never read it so that I could read it. Do you know what I mean? Really? I, it makes me so sad that I've read it already. If I see anyone reading it on the tube, I'm like, I'm so jealous. Really? Yeah, because it's just like, she writes, the thing that Marianne, like I'm obsessed with her, the thing that she does so well is write like, she writes about family all the time and like all her characters just are so connected. Yeah. And she just writes in a way that just makes you feel like you are part of their family. And I think as well, like, cause she's Irish and she often she writes in Dublin, which is where I used to live with Alex. So I just get all these like warm feelings when I read her stuff. Like I just, 
love her okay all right okay i'm on this oh, i'm on this. this yeah i just for anyone who just wants something like like a hug yeah. of the book okay anything by marion keys nice yeah you're welcome that's the section okay. no one asked for there you go i fucking love reading god i want a book club it's all I want. yeah you should do, like you should, really should just fucking do one i know I would say we would do one, but I... We're not, we won't. (laughs) I know. I remember that feeling so well of being like, it's it's all you want to do is just read your book. Like, you can't put it down. It ends with us by Colleen Hoover, I just read. Yeah. And I felt like that. Is that the pink one? Yeah, it's like white and pink. Yeah, Yeah. I read that in a day. Okay. Which, at the moment, is considering I fall asleep about every, like, three seconds, that's actually pretty remarkable. It's very good. That that means you're not actually going back and rereading stuff, doesn't it? If I can do it in a day, hell yeah. Yeah. I haven't got time to reread. I just I think there's just so love many to books read in without the world. It. it fills me with so much excitement and also sadness that I'll never read them all. Okay. I have a, a serious question. Someone's coming to us for grown-up advice. Shit. You ready? Shit. Hi, you guys. Firstly, as always, of the podcast, recently took up a new job where I'm in the car a lot more and it's a bloody brilliant way to keep me company. Um, she's only in July. Um, so she apologises for that. Uh, she, she's I think only she's in Oh, sorry. Backlogging. Sorry, right, yeah. I want to send a message. Um, if I could get any thoughts and advice from you both, and I guess it's on the back of your fab news, Ari, your pregnancy, I'm huge congrats. A year ago, I came off the pill to start regulating my periods in the hope that after a few months, we'd start trying for a baby. A month after I came off, I started the process for a promotion at work, and four months later, I actually got the bloody job and started. I'm super happy I got it. I worked really hard and even though it was my goal, I never thought I'd achieve it. So long story short, I wanted to be able to make the most of embedding myself in the role. So we put our baby plans on hold for six months. Then if I was waiting this long, I thought I might as well wait another two months until after my sister's wedding, November this year. And then I thought, right, stop putting it on hold. Let's do this. But now we've booked a holiday to Costa Rica without realising that there's a risk of the Zika virus and pregnancy should be avoided for another three months. In summary, we've made the conscious decision to delay things, but I can't help that it's constantly on my mind. Daily, I think about about when, what if, what if it doesn't happen, how long it could take, how, what does that mean? I know I can't plan everything, but I really struggle with the unknown and not knowing how and when and if. And I'm desperate to be a mum and the thought of it not happening is a daily struggle. I appreciate there's a lot to unwrap there, but being a similar age to you both, I'm 30, been with my husband for 13 years and married for three. I'd love to get your thoughts and both of your perspectives as you are in different boats. Thank you for the run and honestly, all the guidance and lulls you both provide. 13 years, that's amazing. Yeah, really, yeah. Um, sorry, I know that's not the takeaway from that. <laughs> I was just like, wow, 13, 13 years. Yeah. The thing is, it's easy to for us to sit here and say, like, take the pressure off yourself because that's easier said than done, especially if it's this is something that you really, really want. And, you know, you've been together for a long time. You're probably feeling external pressure as well. But then I do have to say, like, a few months isn't going to hurt, isn't going to isn't going to no. be the the deal breaker a few months is not going to be the deal breaker probably a year won't do, be the deal breaker she's still young yeah still only 30 you've got like you know hopefully plenty of time yeah um but she can do like an a an amh test i did one a couple of years ago it was called grip fertility at the time but i think it's changed now to something fertility i want to say anyway just google grip fertility it's a simple like it's it's fairly cheap i think it's like 40 pounds it's an at-home blood test you literally just prick your finger get some blood and then it can give you an indication of your ovarian reserve so how many eggs you have basically. basically yeah and if yours is high then you know just like 
I don't know, like my my instinct is to say like, enjoy Costa Rica, go have a great time. And then like, cause I, I'm pretty sure this is, you know, obviously we're not doctors, but I'm pretty sure this is safe to say like, a matter of six months is not going to be the the be all and end all to whether you have a baby or not. Yeah. Waiting six months. But then I'm, I'm gonna really just annoy her and just be like, I'd just say, fuck it, just try. But then she'll have to del- del- um, cancel her Costa Rica But she's trip. got no guarantee. This, this was my logic, right? Yeah. And is that you've got no guarantee it's going to happen quickly. No. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And so in my head, I because it said I think they say that like takes the average woman eight no eighty percent of people who try for a baby get pregnant in the first year. Yeah. So like obviously, but I this I was actually really shocked by this. Like when we're at school, you're like you 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 think like you're gonna look at it, like look at a willy and be like, oh god, I'm pregnant. And it just doesn't, it's just not the, the case for so yeah. many people. And then I think on the other side, maybe because of what we do for a job, you're then exposed to so much of the the struggle that people have or can have. Or, yeah. you know, you just become very aware of that side of things. So you kind of spend your whole life thinking it's going to be the easiest thing in the world, being absolutely terrified to get pregnant. And then you grow up and you realise it's not that easy at all. And I completely understand that feeling that she had where it's just like, I want to do it but I don't know when I want to do it and I don't even know if I can do it. And it's the not knowing if you can is the worst thing because it's like, it's the only thing in, one of the only things in life where you, you don't know until you try. You don't have control over. But when you yeah. do try, you might not want it, but you can't do anything about it once you've got it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you have to be a hundred percent sure, but then then if you're going to be a hundred percent sure, you've got to have the dis- be ready to deal with the emotions. Like it's a really weird thing. Um, so I get it. For me, I didn't think I would. It would necessarily be as quick as what it was, and and I'm really, really, really lucky. I'm really grateful for that, and I wouldn't change anything. Um, but I was feeling like she was feeling, and there's always something. The thing is, I think what I'm trying to say is, you'll always find something. There'll always be a Costa Rica. Yeah, there'll always yeah. be a wedding. There'll always be a something. And my biggest fear when we went on our honeymoon, I cried to Alex. I was like, Oh my god, what if like when I become a parent. I'm a shit friend and it's like my biggest fear and it has been throughout the pregnancy and it's like something that I like hold on to I'm like I have to keep showing up for my friends and like I don't want to change who I am as a person 
and that and then I kept being like my two best mates aren't married yet and I was like maybe I should wait until they're married so that I can give them the Hendu that they gave me and not be like a responsible mum and still be fun and like like fuck off responsibilities and take you know like Sarah to somewhere shit for her hen or whatever you know what I mean like and she's not even got a boyfriend and I was saying all this to Alex and she was he was like what she's not engaged like she doesn't she's single like you you really want to not do this because of that and it's like oh yeah wait so I think the point is that you'll always look for something a reason a wedding or something yeah oh, I just want to do this Christmas oh I just want to do this summer but if it's if it's consuming you every single day well that's the thing like you have to weigh up yeah if, if this is something that is genuinely like on your mind all the time it's giving you anxiety cancel the Costa Rica trip, go somewhere that doesn't have Zika virus yeah. and you can go when you're pregnant. Of course you yeah. can. I, what my advice would be is do something. So whether it's you want to start trying or you want to do the grip fertility test. Yeah. I think it's just sitting there every day not doing anything yeah. that makes you feel like... Take some kind of action. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whether it's trying or just taking some control because otherwise you do just feel... Yeah. And I think as a woman as well, you just get so many questions and so many this and you've been with your partner 13 years. Me and Alex have been together ten, nearly 10 years and I completely get it and everyone gives you the eyebrow and the whatever and you're like, I don't fucking know, go away. So then at least you might feel like you do know. Yeah. If you're on it yourself. Yeah. Take it, take control. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, my sister, Jen, gave me a fantastic Hindu, and it was Louis four months? Yeah, four months. Four months. And we had the best time and she was absolutely sloshed. So, so it yes, was it was so funny because one of my one of my mates was like talking to me and Jen about how she was like, Yeah, it's just this thing that happens like when you become a mum, like you just can't get that drunk anymore. It's like your body just knows that it can't get that drunk. Like it's just like a maternal instinct thing cut to like half an hour later and Genevieve was like throwing up, like <laughs> pumping and then sloshing her I breast milk around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Literally she was like downing raw bacon. I was like, oh, this is chaos. <laughs> I was like, what were you saying Kaz about like not being able to get that drunk? That's so good. <sighs> yeah, you really like, I don't know. I mean, I'm like terrified because I've got no idea what's coming, but it's a relief in a way to know that something's coming. I don't know, like, I don't, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I, I completely, re re I just, I think, I had this conversation with so many of my friends now and it's just like, it's the not knowing when, like one of my friends is going through this and she's just like, I just don't know. I, I want to move jobs, but I can't move jobs because if I move jobs, then I've got this, but if I, I'm going to move house, then I, and it's just like, is this so unfair? Like men just don't have this. I would love to be a man. In the same I just, way. Honestly, I think about this daily. Like <laughs> I would just love to be a man. I would. I would. Could, yeah, literally Alex and- It'd be so pleasant. Alex and my friend do the same job and I think they were looking for different jobs at the same time. And the, even the difference in like interview, thought process, everything is so different. Like, paternity leave does mean something to Alex and it, it has been important now and flexi working and stuff because that's the role that he wants to play but before it was before we were trying and it genuinely now now we're in this position he's looking for paternity leave and stuff but before it didn't bother him because he just yeah. he didn't have to think like that yeah. and they don't grow up thinking like that no. so that wasn't a question that you ask in the it's interview so stage simple. yeah just being like do I get paternity leave? Do I get maternity leave or whatever? But if a woman asks that, they're like, why? How old are you? What's your relationship status? Like, what are, you, what are you thinking? It's so annoying. So like, I've got friends that are like sitting in jobs, don't want to leave the jobs because the maternity leave's good there or, you know, they, they don't think they'll get a job somewhere else because they know that they're going to have to go off. And, and it's just like, oh, this is just bullshit. If I could come back 
What come back? man? What man? I know what you're gonna say. You'd come back as a man. I come back as a man. What man? What do you mean, what man? What like, man would you come back as? Like a specific pick man. a man, any man. Yeah. I come back as Dave because he's got such a winner of a wife. You. <laughs> ugh. Imagine. <laughs> Alex is Dave and Alex is Alex. <laughs> who would I come back as? I don't know. Like who do I, that, that's the thing. I just think like just a, a just Well there are certain things that I would like to have if I came back as a man. Makeup? No. Oh. Hair. Because I think this is something think three things that men struggle with, right? Yeah. Hair, height, dick size. Okay, yeah. So I'd so like to be, be a tall, a man tall with good hair. hair. Full head of hair and a big dick. Brilliant. And then I'd like, and then I'd like to come back as the, that that man. She could come back as Pierce Brosnan, and <laughs> but he's got a massive dick. <laughs> I'd be so sad saying? if he doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't think so. so. What? Don't know. I can see it. I don't know. He's just... a tremendous lover. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> Agree. I love him so much. You could come back as Robbie Williams. No, no. What? Probably not. I just, I'm thinking of all the people that I can think of with big dick energy. This is, you can't, you can't give me this question. This is way too vague. I can't just pick any single man in the entire world. I'd want to be someone not famous though. I don't, I wouldn't want to be a famous man. I'd want to be a non-famous man. Yeah. I'd want to be like I saw a, a guy on the tube this morning and I yeah. thought that looks like, he looks like he's got a good life. Like sick, okay. like smart, like really like well cut suit, basically yeah. like an expensive suit with nice shoes and he smelt nice, but not too nice. And mm. he just looked, he was married. Mm. I'm guessing he has kids cause he looked a bit tired. <laughs> and he was just, he just looked, Good I was tired. like, that looks nice. That Jen's looks got nice. an idea. There's a cab driver that Alex didn't stop talking about for a few days. That like is random. Jen suggested, would you want to be a Cyprian <laughs> Oh my man? God, he got, he, I forgot about him actually. So. He picked us up from the airport, oh, bless Dave him. and I, and he was like this six foot five, half Russian, half Cypriot. He had curly hair, like beautiful curly hair, like absolutely stunning. <laughs> I was like this the whole journey and Dave was just what, looking at me like, is this a joke? Are you joking? And I was like, oh my God. And, and also like Dave hates this because I get I get very deep with, with people very quickly and they tell me things very quickly. I think I take after my mum in that sense. We ask a lot of questions and we're very interested in other people's lives. So they tell us stuff like quite quickly. So in like five minutes, he was telling me about his divorce and like how, and I was, and I was like, so are you dating now? Like, how's it going? The new girl, what's she like? What's going on? And David's just looking at me like, what is you're the new a girl like? He's not, it it's, not, serious? it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Interesting. No. Alex books a flight back to Cyprus. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Dave run out of holiday days, how convenient. <laughs> Dave just looked like, just weary. Just like, I can't do this. No, you wouldn't want to come back as him. You'd want to come back as his lover. He was like a 26-year-old man. So Dave was like, I can't compete with this. No, hell no. Sad to even try, Dave. Just give up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Walk away. Yeah. You, you, know, you know when the battle's lost. Um, well remembered, though, Jen. Thanks, oh, he does yeah. sound dishy. He does, yeah. Do you think Piers Brosnan's on Instagram? Do you think he followed me? Probably not. I, I doubt it. No offence. <laughs> Let me have a look. Piers Brosnan official. Yes, verified baby. Put up a photo of Robbie Coltrane five days ago, so it's definitely him. Piers Brosnan. Oh my God, the last photo that he put up loaded, he is wearing, maybe he's gay. A very, like he, he looks. Yeah, he's got a wife, doesn't he? Yeah. And he looks gorgeous in that pink suit. <laughs> yeah, he looks really good. Who are you good. talking about? He looks a man comfortable with 
Piers Brosnan. That's true. A me- metrosexual man. Why is everyone ignoring me? Who are you talking about? Piers Brosnan. <laughs> Fuck, he's so fit. Has, has he blocked me? I can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> you spelling it Piers like Piers Morgan because it's Piers like Piers my ears. Oh. <laughs> Pierce my heart, <laughs> pierce my vagina. Dude. Yeah, no, he, it's pierce okay. It's okay, everyone. He hasn't blocked me. That's fine. Oh god, fuck! I mean, what a dish! Look at that. Are you kidding me? Look at that. Sorry, no. Do you know who I really, really fancy? Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Like, what? Have you seen him in recent years? Yes, though? he gives me the willies. He's in the morning show. He is hot. No, no, no that is hot. We want very different things Look out of the Look at that. Look at that. Steve Carell looks like not, a little mouse. I'm not getting that. I don't understand how... I'd say Steve Carell and Piers Brosnan were the same age. No, Piers Brosnan's older. Defo. If, if you're listening to this bit still, <laughs> if it hasn't been like banned for like smart, um, there's a photo on Piers Brosnan's Instagram account where he's standing against a green background and he just looks... He just looks... Like, I'll tell you who I really fancy. He's nearly 70. Pierce Brosnan was nearly 70. Yeah. Can we all agree on Hugh Jackman being an absolute ride? Uh, what? He's so cringy. Thank you, Jen. Fuck off. Sorry, Daisy, get I out. do not get, get that out. in the slightest. What? No. What? No. It, to be fair, he looks like Alex, actually. Yeah. He, he actually does look a bit like Alex. That helps. But yeah, I wouldn't see him in the cinema. I wouldn't see the greatest show in the cinema like five times. <laughs> And I credit Hugh Jackman for a large part of the morale boosting. I That's just, nice. When he's walking down the drive, and the people who get it get it. Okay, when he's walk, when when they're singing <laughs> a million dreams in the Greatest Showman, and it's a little boy singing, and then the little boy disappears. Thank God, because he's so annoying. And then Hugh Jackman walks. Jen, are you with me? Walks down the drive with his hat under his arm and his deep voice. Oh, it's so fair. Jesus. Sorry, I'm not I'm not I'm not there, but yeah. each to their own, you know, different strokes for different folks. You know what, well, at least we'll never fight over a man. No, I don't think we That's will. Nice. Yeah. Like if we saw Piers Brosnan on the street, like I, I wouldn't have to yeah. race you. I think you like more like pretty boys, don't you? No Piers Brosnan and Hugh Jackman are not pretty boys. We're talking about Wolverine here and ignore and James Bond. I see, Ign- I would say that they're quite pretty. I would say Steve Carell's much prettier. Yeah, I mean, ignoring Mamma Mia, like oh overlook Mamma Mia. So effeminate. And it's such a shame in Mrs. Doubtfire that he's allergic to pepper because I just think that's so weak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be killed by a pepper, are you kidding? But, and I can say that because I'm allergic to dairy, which is just milk. Like, who could be killed by milk? Tragic. Um, is it just me? Uh, these, by the way, that I'm the, ra- the random quick ones I'm reading out are from a question box I put on Instagram. Um, is it just me, or does everyone plan their activities based on where their hair is, on when their hair is the cleanest? Hundred percent. I wash my hair once a week, and it's generally on the day that I have plans. Yeah. Oh yeah. I really dislike washing my hair. Yeah. Fair enough. It's exhausting. You have to hold your arms it. up this whole time. Yeah. And it's just like, what is this? A bar cloth? Do a mask because you have to look after your stupid fucking hair. Yeah. Yeah. I have to time it all really Got well. Put heat spray on in case it breaks. Got to put oil on the ends because they're frizzy. Oh, just annoying. Yeah. It's the whole thing. I I'm trying to look after myself because I just feel like I've just gone to shit so now what I'm trying to do is when I've got like a big work from home day yeah. it's how in the morning I'll do some exercise yeah wash like really make the most of like filthy hair 
put a hair yeah. mask in, fake tan, let it all develop. Nice. And then whatever. I like that. Yeah. But then I have to go out that night. Otherwise, yeah. massively wasted. It's just a time. complete waste. What's the fucking point? <laughs> I, do, I do. I do enjoy that. Like on a Sunday, doing doing a hair mask and putting fake tan on. Like I'll do two layers. Ooh, I crazy done, cat. I should have done two layers. I did one layer the other day, and I just I'm it's like, never enough. It's never enough. No, you always need two. But it's such a fucking faff to do two layers because you could do one layer and you're all naked. You just got to stand there and like let it dry and then do the other one. It's such a faff. I didn't even know two layers was an option. That's what I'm going to do next week. Yeah. Wh- which one do you use? Saint Tropez. Which uh, sp- mousse or no the spray one? Water one. No the spray. Is one. it clear? No. Oh okay. Well, tell me what I should use it because I don't know. Okay. Use a well. I love a water or a clear mousse. I used to only use things with guide color, tan with guide color in, and now I just use clear stuff because it's just I just find it so much better. I'll put an order in. Um, so yes, like clear, like clear mousse or water, and it dries so quick, like so 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 quick. Sold. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, the hair washing right. thing is a massive burden, but then I just also I think there's yeah. something to be said for never washing your hair, so that on the days that you do wash your hair, everyone's like, you feel oh, dead you look special. Yeah, and people really notice. People are like, "Fuck, you look so good." What yeah, you I'm like. I, I washed. I do feel, but when I whenever I do it and like blow dry it properly, I'm like, why don't I do this all the time? But then I never do. Because I'm like, Life's oh, I look short. so nice like this. But I, I just don't bother. But also you look so nice and then it's winter. So how nice did I look yesterday morning before I left the house? You don't know, you didn't see because by the time I got to you, I looked like a fucking sack of shit because I'd sweated. It's the tube, so man. So you get on the tube. Yeah. It's the tube. So you just get sweaty and you get, and I've got like curly hair. So all like frizzy curly hair. I don't know what the fuck's going on with it in pregnancy, but like, and then it just gets like up and then it just looks sad. Yeah. And, and also naughty. this weather now where it's kind of like drizzly and there's humidity in the air. It's just, just a no-go. Yeah. So just lean in look shit yeah and this and i said this on my instagram story this morning the lower you start the the lower to the ground that you start the further it is to fall yeah. when things go wrong yeah so you know, and no also loss. it's it's so easy to impress when you're that low to the ground I you know. know just a little bit of effort and people are like yeah. whoa yeah put the bar that you can literally trip over it every day yeah. <sighs> words of invite words of advice words on that note by. thank you so much for joining us uh and we will we will see you next week and if you want to provide us with any of your own entries is it just me or any embarrassing stories you can email us on should I delete that pod at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram at should I delete that and we love a voice note we do love a voice note and we will see you next monday see you nm stay ugly Kunma. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that? It's part of the ACAST Creator Network. Bye.